Hello, my friend. Happy Friday. We are halfway through the month and I hope you are doing so well and feeling so confident about our challenge of signing for team members. I When I thought about what I wanted to help you with this month, I really wanted to kind of showcase what it's like to work with me, right? Like we have that accountability, we have that focus. So I'm not jumping around from different topics. Everything is created and executed to help you solve for signing for new team members to your team. So I want to kind of talk really quickly about the fact that we love for our goals to be linear, right? Like we're like, okay, we're two weeks through the month. I should have two team members. And if I don't have two team members, something's gone wrong. And I want to remind you that the goal is to create processes that always help you to sign for team members. So we're not hustling, we're not rushing, we're not trying to like force the goal, but we're executing the strategy with confidence that it's going to happen, right? So the month does not end until 11.59 p.m. on October 31st. So you are going to keep showing up and executing your strategy until 11.59 on October 31st. And then we will evaluate what worked and what didn't in achieving our goals, okay? So regardless of where you are right now, I want you to commit and maybe recommit to four team members by the end of the month. Yes, we want it to be linear, but that's not the way life works sometimes. And so you might add your four team members in the evening on Halloween, on October 31st, we just got notification that our neighborhood's doing trick-or-treating on a different day. Um, Our city always does it on the Sunday. So we always like have a vote what day we're going to do it. But I know so many cities, like, so it does mess with me because I'm always like, what day is it? We are already done with trick-or-treating. I'm moving on, ready to bust out the Christmas music. Hallmark has the Christmas movies on. So I am like, let's go. And there are people still <laughs> out there trick-or-treating. So you don't know. Your situation might be different. The people you're talking to might be different Um, where they are ready to sign on October 31st at 1150, right? So we don't know. We just keep executing. So when I was thinking about you, I, that's where all of my content comes from, right? Like I sit there and I think about what is my audience struggling with? And that's what I obviously want to teach you guys. And that's why I tell you to do that. Like you want to be thinking about your ideal person, your ideal customer, your ideal team member, what their struggles are, what their goals are, what's preventing them from doing something, taking action, getting the results they want and addressing those situations in your content. So as I was preparing for this podcast, I realized that we had talked a lot about who your ideal team member is, how you kind of talk to them in content. But I realized that one of the questions that most people have 
when it comes to signing somebody is, oh my gosh, they want information. Now what? And I was like, oh, I hadn't covered that really in a lot of the content. So let's make a podcast talking about that. Once they want more information, now what? What do I send them? A lot of times our brain tries to be like, oh my gosh, this is going to be our one and only chance to talk to them. So I want to give them all of the information that they're ever going to need so that they can make the decision and they don't feel like I'm hiding any information from them, right? So we overthink it. We bombard them with too much information or so many network marketing companies in order to make your process your life easier, have set up either maybe a website to answer questions, or maybe your team has like a team call, a weekly team call where all prospects are, you know, invited to hop on and learn a little bit more. And while those approaches are great when you're more of a hobbyist and wanting to you know, kind of just make, have some fun money. You're not looking to build a business. That is a great option for you, right? But if you are looking to build a consistent income that is dependable, something that you're like, oh my gosh, I can make my mortgage payment with this paycheck, right? Or it can be so much more. I could take my family on vacation with my you know, my, my business's income, maybe you start paying for more things in your house. Um, or you even are able to leave your full-time job and pursue this. That's who I'm talking to in this podcast, those people who are wanting more. And so, yes, your brain might be like, but Leanne, that's like such a great idea. Like why reinvent the wheel? And I just wanted to share with you a few of my thoughts about why it is important to kind of reinvent the wheel. So when we point somebody into the direction of maybe a call or a website, and we don't know anything about what they're wanting to know or what questions they have, that simple step could take you and cost you time. I remember my days in network marketing. I had at the beginning, um, I even remember kind of where I was when I was um, talking to her, but she was like, oh my gosh, I want more information. And I went back and forth, rewrote um, different pieces of information everything. I included everything that I thought that she would need to make that decision. And I sent it to her and I said, what additional questions do you have? And she was like, oh, I just needed to know how much. (laughs) And I'm like, lovely. I wasted all of this time, like creating this perfect response. And all she wanted was how much is it? (laughs) So I could have answered her questions so much faster. I could have helped other people during that time. She could have gotten her stuff faster. And so I realized if I just give somebody information without understanding what information they want, it's just taking, it's not serving any of us. The other reason I don't 
necessarily like pointing somebody to maybe a call or a website is because those calls and like the websites often contain a ton of information. So it is, you know, information overload to answer all of their questions. But if the person comes back and they say, oh, thank you. I checked it out. I'm not interested. I think it's a little bit harder, especially for those that haven't yet built up the confidence to do so for them to say, oh, could you tell me more about that? Right. You're usually like, oh, okay, no problem. Thanks for checking it out. Um, do you have any friends that might be interested? And they're like, no. <laughs> or, well, you could always, you know, buy the clothes. And they're like, okay, no. Like you don't know where you lost them specifically. And where you when you don't know where you lost them, it's harder for you to start addressing those objections maybe in your content, maybe when you're talking to people. So I just feel like there's so much information. You're like, I don't know why they said no. And it's very hard to then tweak the process and fix it for that obstacle. The other reason, the last reason (laughs) I'm not a fan of the calls is because oftentimes the objection that you're hearing about somebody joining your business is that they are afraid they don't have the time. Everybody already has their 24 hours out of the day accounted for, right? Like nobody has time, but she has some desire to learn more about it. And when, and she might not even vocalize that yet, but when she's finally like, sure, I'll learn more. And then you give her a time that maybe there's one call or whatever, this is more specifically the calls, but she might be like, oh, see, I knew I couldn't do this. Um, I either like I'm putting the kids to bed at that time, or it's a car pickup or whatever. They just build evidence in their mind as to this cannot work for them. And it would have been as simple as, oh my gosh, like no problem. I can hop on a separate call, but they're not ready to ask that. So you might be saying, okay, Leanne, you've sold me on the idea that I'm not, you know, getting them on a call. So how am I going to give them information? And it's simple. I want you to ask them questions. Okay. And I'm going to take you through some questions because your brain is, is probably freaking out. And let me just tell your brain right now, calm brain. I've got her. I'm going to help her. This is not a problem. Everything's okay. (laughs) I talk to brains often separately than you because it's our primitive brain designed to protect and conserve energy. And so we're like, whoa, this is a new process. This seems very difficult. I don't want to do it. And all of a sudden you start to find yourself not doing it. So let's just address it. I want you to get out your notebook. And I want to also add this strategy is for primarily the person that has already bought in to learning more. Okay. And what I mean by bought into learning more is they have engaged on a business specific post or they, um, DM you for more information, or they put the call to act, like they answer, like, send me more information on the call to action. 
This could be, but I don't want you to necessarily use this process. And I'll tell you why in one second for somebody that maybe you kind of send them a message like, Hey, I think you're really awesome. And you've never engaged on my posts, but I think you would be really fantastic with this. Would you like to learn more about the business? Okay. That person hasn't really bought into it. You want to create, you can create a separate process for those individuals. This process and the questions are for those who have already bought in because the goal is to find out how do I make this simpler for the person who's joining me? How do I answer their questions faster? How do I help them make that decision, the best decision for them, even faster and simpler? And if you're trying to like mix in the people who aren't really interested, but you're like, well, maybe they're doing me a favor or maybe they are really interested. I don't know. It's harder to get like clean facts. Okay. So kind of just like a science experience experiment where we're just like really separating who this process is for. And this process is for those who are already showing some interest, some buy-in. So our first question um, we want to ask is very simple. Like, what do you already know about the company? Let them tell you what they already know. You don't have to prepare any answers for this. This just gives you a lot of like fact-finding information. You might be able to clear up any um, questions they have, any like doubts they have, any misconceptions that they might have just from that, and they might be ready to join. The other question I like to ask the second question is, and I always say like, like I'm asking, I am not growing a network marketing business right now. I just like put myself in your shoes. But the next question I, what questions do you have? Okay. And just that question alone, what questions do you have? That's where your brain probably likes to go into overdrive. Like, oh my gosh, what if they ask me a question I don't know the answer to? Remember, we can always hit unread on messages, right? You can read the message, take a step back, compose yourself, get a clear message response, and then send it. It's amazing, isn't it? Like we're not on the phone with these people usually, but sometimes you might be right? So some of the questions I wanted to help you with, I want you to get out your notebook and I'm going to give you a few questions that they might ask. And then I want you to write down the answers to these questions, not because you're creating a script, but to just tell your brain, Oh, I know the answer to this. You're just in a calm and, um, not like a fight or flight response. Like I want you to take this somewhere that is relaxing for you. I always go out on like my front porch or my back porch when I'm doing something like this, where I'm not like in work mode, but can more in like creative mode. So they might want to know what is expected of me. Like, am I expected to be on every single team call? Am I expected to host calls? I remember somebody, um, telling me, I can't even remember which client told me about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, totally did not even see that. And they were like, what? They pointed the person to a call and, um, and I apologize for whatever client it was. I don't even know which <laughs> I was like trying to remember. Um, but 
they had sent somebody to like a team call or whatever. And the person was like, oh my gosh, they said, no, thank you. And I think my client did say like, was there something that stood out to you? And she was like, I could never do that. And the, my client was like, what is like, what do you mean? And I was like, oh, she thought that she had to host her own like big team calls like that to share the business opportunity. And so she was like, I could never see myself getting on a, a Zoom with 20, 30, hundreds of people on there listening to me share my story. There's no way I can ever be successful with this. I'm out. So she like, and, and my client didn't even see it. And it took me a hot second to see it. And I still, I'm, we're not a hundred percent sure we could only speculate at that point, but she thought the only way for her to be successful was to host these big calls in the evening. And she's like, I can't do that. I'm out. And we, and it's just not a factual statement, right? Like she might've just wanted a hobby income and she just decided no because of one little piece. So, you know, asking what, what do, what is expected for them? What do they need to do? A uh, next question is what it takes to be successful. This is where, you know, we talked last week about kind of three different, um, success levels within network marketing. Somebody that's just looking for a hobby income, maybe to cover their products, have a little extra fun spending money. Then there's another one that's a more consistent, bigger income where they're doing the funner things in life. They're paying down fa debt faster. They're probably spending maybe five to 10 hours in their business a week to grow that and sustain that income. And then you have the bigger ones who are like, I want to you know, quit my job and use this to replace that income. So you might want to kind of break down and find out from them, how are they defining success? You know, that's the first question. You don't know. You can't assume and say, oh, you got to spend 20 hours and they're be like, okay, you tell me, how would you define success? And then having an idea of what that looks like. Another question is like, what kind of time would be required of me? If you're talking to somebody who wants to build a big business and you've been selling them on, hey, you can do this in the cracks of the day, that's not going to work, right? Like they're like, oh, nope, I'm going to be disappointed. But also if you're talking about spending 10 to 20 hours in your business and you're only talking to a hobbyist, somebody that wants to earn those couple of hundred extra dollars, you're going to overwhelm them. So answering those questions ahead of time. You may want, they may want to know, how do you support me as I grow? What does that look like? Are you going to handhold them all the time? Are you going to have like a one-on-one -on -one call? Is this more of a team call that they hop on? Is it their business? And they will let you know if they have any questions, like, what does that look like? You get to decide that. And then I want you to just kind of think back to when you signed up, what questions did you have? Somebody is going to be wanting to join you and their only question is, which pack should I buy? Like that's all they're going to ask. So you don't need to answer all of these questions and you don't have to have an all-encompassing list of questions. As you're talking to people, more questions will come up in different conversations and you'll be able to write that down and think about it, prepare, say whatever you want. You can always like adjust, 
But the goal is that you are to answer these questions so that they're able to make the best decision for them. And bonus, these are all now content ideas for your page and for your stories, right? I want you guys to get to a point where you're just sharing this stuff. You're sharing the results that they're going to have. You're going to share with them how to be successful in this business. You're going to address their objections so that when they are finally in your DMs, they are only answering, asking, which pack do you think I should buy? Or they have one or two questions. Like I want to help you get to a point where it's a very quick conversation. It doesn't have to be long. I think we're sold on this idea that it takes a long time to turn somebody from interested to signed up. And that's just not factual. And so when you're answering all these questions and preparing for maybe a call or DMs, you can add that to your content. So you're answering that to people that maybe haven't even reached out to you yet or engaged. Okay. So the goal is really to help them make the best decision for them. We are not preparing this information for how do we convince them? Oh, but it'll be okay. Just start with a couple hundred dollars a month and then build to more sustainable. Like we're not, we're not trying to convince anybody. We are trying to give them any information they need to confidently say yes or no to this opportunity. Not everybody is going to join your business. Not everybody is going meant to join your team. That's okay. There are plenty of other people who are meant to be on your team in your business and work with you. So we need to find them. When you're getting into like convincing energy and trying to convince everybody to join you, they're going to be frustrated. You're going to be frustrated. That's just how network marketing gets a bad reputation. So this podcast, I did want to keep a little bit shorter because there's some work around it. Okay. I'm not going to go into addressing and overcoming objections because that's really what I work with my clients on. And so if you want help with that and really solidifying this process so that you, you know, can build a process that has four people at least joining every single month, very seamlessly, then click the link in, in the show notes and book your call so that we can start working together. But this was just an alternative. It was a different strategy to consider other than pointing people to a call or a website where we really can't address objections and really getting to let's get those questions out sooner. And the only way we do that is we don't assume anything and we just ask questions to help them make the best decision for them. So I hope this podcast was beneficial for you. If you have any questions around signing up your four team members this month, I want you to head over to my Instagram page and I want you to DM me because I want to make sure I'm helping you guys achieve those results that you're wanting, right? Like this is for you. So if you have any questions or something comes up, please DM me and let's talk about it so that, because if you have it, somebody else has it and we can address it and clean it up and get everybody better results faster. So thank you for joining me this week. 
I will see you next week. Bye-bye.